This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk. So the topic for today is actually long-term care insurance. And this is really something that as people age or as they deal with their parents who have aged, it, it becomes something that's incredibly important to understand. I'm not saying it's the most exciting topic in the world. <laughs> in fact, it might be Stressful. feel like pulling teeth. But, you know, not not evaluating whether or not you need something like this is kind of like driving in the dark without your lights on. Mm. You might be fine or you might crash into a tree. <laughs> and so that's why it's important at least to pay attention, make some decisions about whether this is something you need to address. And if it's not, move on. And if it is, get some professional help to talk about it. So I'd like to introduce who I have with me today. I have Amy McFarland today with me. She's our business development director at Stirk Financial Services. And uh, Amy has um, kind of a really good personal story to tell you about this. Right. So... I had mentioned, I think, a few shows ago that I used to be with a long-term care facility here. I'm also very active with the Alzheimer's Association. And so I just, what came to mind as a family I knew, the parents had decided not to cover this need with the long-term care insurance. They had a healthy retirement income from Social Security and they had a pension and had saved, you know, several hundred thousand dollars for retirement. It was a really nice-looking crystal ball. The husband, though, developed Alzheimer's, and um, his wife took care of him as long as she could, which, not to mention, took a toll on her own health. It takes a toll on the caregiver. Mm -hmm. Yes, and then that means she had to have some home health aid come in from time to time to help her as well. And then he was in the nursing home for about seven years, and that seven-year stay basically ate their retirement savings. Mm. It left her with an income that was less than half of what she was used to. This is the absolute worst-case scenario, but it came to mind when we talk about this. Right, and you know, unfortunately, we hear stories like this all of the time, and so many of us know people who were impacted by Alzheimer's or dementia Mm -hmm. of some type, and then so many of us also know caregivers who Mm -hmm. are (laughs) lovingly taking care of a spouse, Mm -hmm. and then that can have an impact on their own health as well. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a topic that's near and dear to a lot of our hearts. But when you think about it and when you really start to look at it, the truth is that about 75% of people over age 65 are going to need some type of long-term care um, services at some point in their lives. And if you also look at it, there's some averages that we can talk about. So the average length of a stay in a nursing home is about three years, but that's a very flawed average. And the reason that that's flawed is because if you're there for a physical need, then your, your stay is typically much Short shorter term. than that. Mm-hmm. But if you're there for a cognitive need, like an mm-hmm. Alzheimer's or a memory care issue, mm-hmm. then your stay is typically seven years or longer. And it can also not be a nursing home. It could be an assisted living facility, a memory yes. care facility. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the insurance because, you know, whether you need insurance or not, that's a decision you have to make. Okay. So kind of explain who needs this um, who qualifies to look at this? All right. So as a financial planner, and I've mm-hmm. been doing this for over 20 years, mm-hmm. um, I have some pretty specific viewpoints on who I think should have this. Um, if you <clears throat> have less 
than two or three hundred thousand dollars in retirement and you're depending on that to get you through your retirement I personally question whether or not you need to spend the money on this okay. because it is expensive and I think that if that's what your retirement total amount of money is then you might be better off just spending it on your living expenses and then you may be a situation where you spend it down and you spend your money on a long-term care facility so if you're under that threshold I question whether or not you need it Conversely, if you have more than about $3 million, I also think that you should question whether or not you need it because you probably have enough money to fund your own stay somewhere. But if you're in that gap, which I think most retired Americans tend to be, if you're in that gap between about $300,000 of retirement money and $3 million of retirement money, that's the type of person who really should take a second look at whether or not you need this type of coverage. Okay, so when is the prime time to buy the prime care yeah the prime time to buy it is probably around the time that you are anywhere between 55 and 65 so those are it when you get too much over age 70 it's incredibly expensive and you've kind of missed the window for it um but anytime underneath that age i think is when you really should be evaluating it and getting some quotes from someone who's an expert okay so it is very confusing. There's a lot of plans out there. Um, how do you know even what to buy? Like, how? what are the right questions to even ask? <laughs> <laughs> it is very confusing. You're absolutely right. So here's the thing. <clears throat> there really is two different types of long-term care insurance out there. And they are built on different types of insurance programs. So there's a health insurance-based long-term care insurance. And then there's a life insurance-based long-term care insurance, what we refer to as a hybrid type of coverage. Now, what's really interesting about it is that there's no perfect program out there. And the reason I say that there's no perfect program is that um, there are pros and cons to both of them. Mm -hmm. And the pros of one are the cons of the other. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is confusing. It definitely is. So let's kind of talk about some of the pitfalls and what to look for in long-term care insurance. Okay. So first of all, on the health insurance type of coverage, that one of the biggest pitfalls and issues that's out there is that the price is not locked in and guaranteed. Okay. And what that means is that the price is not only just likely to increase over time, I can pretty much assure you that it's going to increase over time. I don't know of any companies off the top of my head that haven't had a pretty significant price increase over time. And the crazy thing about it is there's not a cap. They can raise the price as much as they want, even if you're already in the policy, as long as they raise the price for everybody who bought those policies during a certain amount of time. So it's, it's really quite crazy how much latitude they have to play with the pricing on it. And as more baby boomers are retiring and using the nursing home services, their cost is going up at the insurance company level and they're passing that cost right back down to policyholders. So the biggest pitfall that you have with the health insurance-based traditional long-term care insurance is that your price is going to increase. Okay. And that can really be impactful if you have a fixed income in retirement. So that's definitely not good. Um, The next thing that can kind of be a pitfall when you're talking about long-term care insurance is actually handling things when you have a claim. So you worked at a long-term care facility, and I imagine that was really kind of frustrating for people to deal with. Yes, and not just the spouse, but the children. 
And I'm so when it comes to filing claims, whether it's a spouse or the children that's helping with that, there's a difference between the policies that are called reimbursement policies and something called indemnity policy. So a reimbursement policy means that someone, whether it's a spouse or the kids or the nursing home itself, has to file a claim based on the actual charges that you've had. Mm. And and then they're going to be reimbursed for those. An indemnity policy is something where once you qualify for coverage, the policy just turns on the money to you and you don't have to submit receipts or claims or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely an advantage from an ease of handling things Mm -hmm. if you're working with an indemnity policy instead of a reimbursement type of policy. Okay. So the other thing that um, the traditional side has, though, that's really, really strong is that most states have something that's called a partnership program. Have you heard of that before? No. No. So a partnership program is something that basically says if you've taken the steps to create some insurance for yourself, then it will protect an equal amount of money for your family that cannot get eaten by nursing home costs or spend down before the government will step in and help you. Okay. So each state has a different partnership program. And um, so I can't really go into the specifics here, but it's worth looking at that partnership program to see if your policy qualifies for it in your evaluation of what you need to do in this arena. Sure. So um, the other thing that the traditional health insurance-based long-term care policies have that's really nice is called a COLA increase. Okay. That stands for cost of living increase. So you know how inflation happens and the cost of things goes up every year. The benefits inside the traditional health insurance-based long-term care, they can go up every year too, whether it's by 3% or 5%, and it depends on the policy. But that COLA increase is really kind of a nice feature of those. Yes, So, Mary, you were talking about the traditional life insurance, but I know for myself and others listening, what's the hybrid plan? It seems all good at the outset, but if it can't be as good as it sounds, is it? Well, I, I think that the hybrid has pros and cons, okay. just like the traditional side does. You know, and so one thing I just want to say to our listeners out there, if you'd like to give us a call to get a free long-term care guide from us, mm-hmm. where we can help you understand and strategize about what to do, just give us a call at 605-217-3555, and we'll be glad to get you your long-term care guide that will help clear up some of these issues. But the hybrid program was basically created because people didn't like the issues associated with the traditional health insurance side. Uh-huh. And the biggest reason that um, they didn't like it was that the health insurance-based long-term care tends to be ones that you can increase the price. And it's also what's called a use-it-or-lose-it benefit. Right. So, I mean, quite frankly, most of us don't ever really want to go to a nursing home. Right. And it's kind of a necessary evil for a lot of us. But when you do go, you want to have, you know, fantastic mm-hmm. experience there, great coverage, great place to go. Or assisted living, too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So what the, the, the use it or lose it piece of it came into play with the hybrid when they put it inside of a life insurance type of program. So basically, it's a life insurance policy that allows the money to be used while you're living to help you oh. pay for assisted living or your nursing home care. And that way, somebody's always guaranteed to get a benefit. You know, as long as you've paid your premium and paid it on time, whether you get the benefit while you're alive and it's helping you pay for your care, or if you don't need it 
and you die, then the benefits go to your family as life insurance proceeds. So that's the part I understand. And that seems all good. Yes, it is all good. But here, you know, there's there's some cons with that, too. That partnership program that we talked about earlier, the life insurance-based hybrid policies do not qualify for the partnership uh. program. Um, and the other thing that they tend not to do is they tend not to be deductible on your taxes <laughs> <laughs> when oh. it comes time to pay that premium. So there's, there's some disadvantages to those, too. The hybrid policies also tend to not have the cost of living increases. But here's where they shine, Amy, is that they cannot raise their prices. Oh. So the benefit is guaranteed and the pricing is guaranteed. And as long as you pay your premium and pay it on time, they cannot take the policy away from you or change it. So that combined with the fact that somebody is always going to get a benefit and the fact that they tend to be the indemnity type of coverage where you don't have to worry about filing for reimbursement claims. They are a very strong um, alternative to the traditional long-term care insurance. So what's the catch? Well, the catch is they're a little more expensive. (laughs) Oh, oh, sure. You get what you pay for. You know, I think that's a good way to put it. I definitely think that's a good way to put it. Okay. So as you're talking about this, one of the things that I'm sure a lot of people think about, and it's still confusing to me, is... How Medicaid works, it like long-term care insurance can be your friend and it can be your foe uh, right. based on how you've planned. And if you could maybe comment on that a little bit. So here's the way that Medicaid works. Medicaid basically is the state paying for your needs at a nursing home facility mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to give you generalized numbers. These aren't the exact numbers because the numbers change from year to year. But basically, let's say that you're a single person. Mm-hmm. You have to spend down all of the money that you have and sell your house and get down to where you only have about 2000 ish dollars mm-hmm. left before the state will come in and pick up that tab. Okay. Okay. Now, if you're married then your spouse can keep your house and they can keep a little over $80,000. Okay. Oh. So if you're married, there's some perks with that. But the thing about that um, that's important is if you have saved money all of your life for retirement and you're trying to have a good, comfortable retirement, a house and $80,000 isn't going to get your spouse very far. So that's why this kind of insurance is important and, and why... Having Medicaid be your backup plan is not really the ideal backup plan. No. And I know a lot of long-term care facilities are private pay. So right. mm-hmm. going to Medicaid means moving mm-hmm. residences to yep. places that will take Medicaid. That's right. That's, because I think Medicaid only pays right. about a third of the tab. Yeah, so it'll limit your choice of where you can go. And although there are many very good quality nursing homes in the area that take Medicaid, it it does change your options. Mm -hmm. And that's something to keep in mind as you're evaluating whether or not you need this. And again, call us for a free long-term care guide. You can call our Stirk Financial Office at 605-217-3555, or you can go online to com and send us an email. Um, Mary, maybe you could talk just briefly about this long-term care guide that is available. Just what's What's in, what is in that packet? It basically is going to help you understand the questions that you should be asking 
and understand the differences between the traditional long-term care, the hybrid long-term care. And then with that, we can help you do a strategic long-term care analysis okay. give you some quotes so that you can understand the pricing differences between them. Okay. So recapping on that, I do want to just say, so if you have under $300,000 saved for retirement, don't worry about it. And if you have over $3 million, don't worry about it. I wouldn't necessarily phrase it as don't worry about okay. it. I would say I would question whether or not you need it. And okay. We should have a conversation. All right. But it's definitely that middle group between 300000 and $3 million that is probably the people who definitely need to be having this conversation. Okay. And um, so do you still need this if you're single? Like, for instance, what if you've lost your spouse? Well, then it really becomes about a quality of care issue and also protecting legacy dollars for your children. Mm -hmm. So if you're married, you're really wanting to protect your money in retirement so your spouse has a good quality of living. But if you're single or if you've lost your spouse, then it becomes about being able to choose the facility where you're going to go. And it also becomes about um, whether or not you're trying to protect money that you want to leave to children or to charities. Sure, sure. I can understand that. We actually have a seminar coming up on February the 23rd um, that is um, designed to help people who are caregivers for spouses who are ill or for people who have lost a spouse. Um, And and we'll be answering some of these long-term care type questions there as well as giving some other advice on what to be thinking about and how to get your financial ducks in a row if you're in that situation. And I can say, having sat in on this before, Mary, it's very much, it's very educational and informational packed. It's it's really a wonderful program. Thank you. And yeah. where are you holding it in February? We're actually having this at Cahill's. Okay. So you can go on to our website at www.sterkfinancialservices.com. You can register for the seminar. And does it cost right anything? Nope. It's a free seminar. And uh, you'll walk away with some good knowledge um, at a time in life that's really difficult for people. Mm-hmm. You know, being a caregiver is extremely taxing emotionally and physically. And losing a spouse is one of the most difficult times of, you know, life people can have. Well, and I do want to say, um, in addition to the Alzheimer's Association and my background in long-term care, I also am serve on the hospice board. And I can say that it is such, I was a caregiver for my mom, and um, it's just a very difficult time. And uh, I know if my parents could have set the restart button, we would have changed a few things. But you can't. No one has a crystal ball. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> and know. there really are no do-overs in retirement. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to go back and do that one necessarily a second time. So when you're doing your planning, I guess the the main things here to keep in mind are to evaluate the types of different coverages that are out there. And keep in mind the average cost of a nursing facility, whether it's assisted living or a nursing home, skilled care right now is between five to $8,000 a month. Mm-hmm. So if you can't just easily pull that out of your budget, then um, I think it's time for you to you know give us a call, have a talk sure. about this and, and learn what you can learn about the wonderfully exciting subject of long-term care insurance. <laughs> well, and knowledge is power, you know, just knowing your choices. I think, Mary, uh, as we uh, put a wrap on the program here, one of the important things that people, the hurdle they need to get over is just asking the first question or going to a seminar and uh, arming themselves with that information because uh, it's definitely something a lot of people think about, but maybe you're afraid to take that first step. And that's where your seminars come in because you can sit back and listen. You can 
take notes. You can write down your questions, and then you can go to a professional or you can catch you after the uh, seminar, and, and you can give them more information. And, and that knowledge is key in that situation. Absolutely. We'd love to have people come attend the seminar, learn more. We'd love to have you give us a call to get the free long-term care guide that we can share with you. Um, bring a friend. Yep. Bring your spouse. Bring your spouse. Bring your friends. Um, and, and as Amy said, knowledge is power. Bring your youngest daughter because they'll probably care for you maybe. <laughs> Mary, once again, uh, for folks that would like uh, to learn more about you, about your uh, company, that want an appointment, give us the phone number, give us the website, and how we can find you. So you can find us online at com, and you can also call us at 605-217-3555. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Insurance offered through Sterk Financial Services, which is not affiliated with Woodbury Financial. Sterk Financial Services is located at 350 Oak Tree Lane, Suite 150, Dakota Dune, South Dakota 57049 and can be reached at 605-217-3555.